Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Time now to chat uh, some Greyhound racing and Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing New South Wales joins us. G'day mate. Morning Dave, how are you mate? I'm very well. Uh, a lot happening in the world of Greyhound racing isn't there? Oh it sure is. It's been a big big week mate. We had the Southern Stars Series final at Goulburn last week. We saw Aston Barrick blouse his small fancy rivals down there. And you know, when you're on the track, Dave, and one of the ruffies gets up, you look around and you see one punter jump, jumping up and down in the air and everyone else is ripping up their tickets. That's basically what sort of happened at Goulburn last week. But look, deserved winner. Wasn't, uh, wasn't that he wasn't a popular winner, but I don't think anyone backed him on track. So he was a good winner there. And then Mr. America, we saw win the straight of origin up the straight in Queensland on Sunday. This bloke's just a marvel. 15 of 17 starts he's won since he's come up to New South Wales and he just keeps going from strength to strength Dave so we've had a big a big week uh, and even bigger races to come on Saturday night as well. Mate you've got your first guest uh, the great man A Lord uh, he's uh, not too far away from joining you. Yeah he joins us on the line now and uh, Andy before we welcome you in mate she's a pearl hasn't been seen on a racetrack since running in the million dollar chase a couple of months ago she had a hip issue she went on season how is she doing and how are you doing mate? Yeah, going good, mate. Just watching the rain come down here, which is unusual, but um, no, she's going good. She had a little bit of a tear in the hip, but that's all repaired now, and she went up the straight yesterday, 400, and pulled up good, so we've got the go-ahead to get her ready for the million-dollar chase now. Exciting times, Andy. You've had plenty of good chases, mate. She's a pearl, currently fits just $12,000 or so behind Fanta Bale as the greatest earner in the history of the sport. Now, we know the prize money structure has changed a bit. The million-dollar chase certainly helps. But how special is she to you, mate, and what makes her so great in your opinion? Look, look, there's no doubt she's very special, and um, we don't sort of treat her any different to all the other dogs, you know. I mean, every dog's the same in our kennel, but I don't know. There's just a bit of an aura about her where... You know, she's not like the other dogs. She just does everything so easy. Nothing's. A, I don't even have to put a lead on her to let her out of the kennel. She just goes, does what she wants, comes back. It's just one of them dogs. You probably never get another one, but I'll enjoy it while I've got her, you know. <clears throat> Absolutely. It's interesting you mentioned she's just treated like any other dog. For those who are unaware, you should head to thedogs.com.au. There's a story that Mark Duclos did down with Andy a couple of months ago, and you get a look at this property down uh, your way, Andy, and it's just superb. The rolling hills, dogs all over the place. Uh, how many how many greyhounds do you actually have in work down there at the moment? And um, apart from She's a Pearl, who are a couple to maybe keep our eye on over the next couple of months? Yeah, a lot of people always think that uh, I've got like 100 dogs in work or something, but I don't. The maximum I've ever had since I've been is 25. And I've got 22 pre-trainers out the back, which is just like, you know... If a dog gets injured, I can go grab one of them. So I've probably got 20 to 25 in work, you know, all year round. But um, I've got some nice ones coming up. I've got a litter of uh, the next litter to Bandit Ned. They're going really well. Uh, they'll be ones to follow. And I've got a litter of basketball champion models, which are very nice young pups. And um, I've got three or four out of... Bland Fur that Peter Spateri read. I train all these dogs, and they're very nice young dogs. So there's plenty coming through. 
Good to hear, mate. We'll keep our eyes peeled. Now, Andy, before we move on to your runners in the National Sprint Heats that went here this Saturday, a wise old man told me last week that the best dog trainers don't always necessarily improve their chases, but they can prepare them to run at a consistently good level for longer than most. Uh, and we've talked about this before. What do you do with a, a greyhound like She's a Pearl? Do you try and take it to a new level or do you just try and maintain that great level that we've seen so far that <coughs> wins in the regular million dollar chase? I think dogs are creatures of habit. You know, like it, we feed at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and at five minutes to two, they start to carry on. And you know, I just think if you change things with greyhounds, it's the worst thing you can do. Stick to your routine. Don't worry. If a dog goes off a bit in form or something like that, you know, it's not anything that you're doing. There's obviously the dog's just having a bad run or a bad run of boxes or it might have a little virus. But, you know, dogs don't like change and we don't change nothing ever. I mean, we, we try and give them, you know, a lot of freedom and space and plenty of good tucker and, you know, we feed them two or three times a day and all that sort of stuff, but we do it consistently. We never, ever change. They even know every fortnight that we have what's called bone day. We'll go and get a big brisket bone and give it to each dog. And um, they know it's bone day because, you know, normally after breakfast, they'll go out in the yard and come back in. When we put them out in the yard, they stand at the gate barking because they know it's bone day. <laughs> you know, they're, they're just creatures of habit, and I don't think you should change anything with them. Uh, really, I really like that, Andy. Bone day. Might have to get my uh, border collie in on a bit of bone day. Hey, mate, let's turn our attention to this Saturday's New South Wales National Sprint Heat at Wenty Park. You've got three runners. In the first seat, you've got Bandit Ned, drawn out in box seven. How has he been since we saw him in that Southern Star series? Oh, look, nothing changes with Bandit Ned. He's, he's got his box on Saturday night. And, you know, I, I'd be... Look, barring... Barring anything silly happen, I think he can win and he's he's going as good as ever. But, you know, I have been tempted to step him up in distance and try him over 700, um, which I will do eventually. But, you know, I wanted I wanted to give him a crack in this and a million-dollar chase. And, look, with Bandit Ned, he's got to draw six, seven or eight. If he, he has one from the inside, but if he draws six, seven or eight, well, he's a chance in any race. You know, he, he he's getting a little bit older and a little bit cunning, but... He's um he's just one of them dogs that you know doesn't matter where you throw him or when you throw him if he if he doesn't run the best of the day it'll take a, a good dog to run better than him you know. Well, I know we've spoken about this before, Andy, but for those who maybe aren't aware of Bandit Ned's tendencies, can you explain why he likes the wide draw? Uh, I think Fernando, I think it's a bit of a, a trait in Fernando Bales. I mean, Coast Model used to love the wide draw and. She copped a little bit of a whack on the corner at Wenny one night by her brother and went off for a little while. But before that, she loved it. And now she's sort of changed to the inside. But I find a lot of Fernando's lovely outsiders, you know. Um, and I think the, the the dams might throw it into them. Champion models, all her pups, even the Barshabal litters, they like the outside. But, um, you know, and then you get some that like the inside. I just think he likes clean air and he... He loves to run around dogs, and if you watch him off the inside, he, he sort of, if he doesn't get right away from them early, he'll pull back and he'll run around them and probably still beat them, you know. Um, that's just a trade he's got, and I, I want them all to have the uh, same trade as Caesar Pearl, just jump in the front and keep going. That's what you want. <laughs>
That's the easy watch. That's what the punters want as well. Uh, you mentioned the Fernando Bales there, Dune, and obviously another one out of Fernando Bale. He goes around in the second heat uh, on Saturday night. It's race eight on the card. And Coast Model goes around for your kennel as well. Andy, can you talk us through their chances? Yeah, well, Coast Model's got to get through tonight at Dapto over 600. And um, Look, while I, I don't normally back them up that quick. I used to, years ago, I used to race them three times a week, but that's what we always used to do. Things were a bit different back then, but um, I did it because, you know, like, they're a little bit shorter noms, and I thought, well, look, if she pulls up okay, she'll be fine to go around. She's a good, strong bitch, and I think she's drawn well, providing she pulls up okay. I think she'll be extremely hard to beat. Dernan I just don't think Doonan's copping the top grade yet. Um, whether he does or he don't, well, you know, we'll give him a fair crack at it. But it was going so well early, and um, he's just got to learn to handle him in the top grade. And, you know, that remains to be seen. Some do, some don't, you know. Beautiful, Andy. There you go. Doonan, Coast Model, when you race eight on Saturday night, you've got Bandit there, race seven. If you had to give the punters a tip made out of the three dogs, who would you be putting your money on? Oh, Bandit, Ned. There you go. Dave Stanley, Andy Lord there, the great man, trainer of She's a Pearl, Doonan, Bandit Ned, and of course Coast Model running on Saturday night. Great to hear some thoughts there on She's a Pearl. We thank you for his time this morning. Yeah, we certainly do, mate. Um, what a wonderful group of uh, chasers he has. Now, some big news uh, for the Canamble Carnival, mate, which is being held in October. Yeah, that's right, Dave. They say this is a bucket list item, this four-day carnival at Canamble. I've never been during October, but maybe, Dave, it seems like something that could be up your alley. COVID sort of crueled, crueled the carnival for the past two years, but they're back. They'll go from September 30 to October 3 this year, so three days of bumper racing in there. And finally, um, uh, sorry, we've thrown our support behind the Friday night meeting as well, Dave. We've got a big announcement of tab-level prize money to that Friday night meet. So hopefully that will make the carnival even more appealing to travelling owners and trainers and even the general public getting out at the Canamble track. And you'd see it more than most, Dave. I'm interested. You've been, you're up in Coffs Harbour today. You're seeing a lot more people enjoying themselves out on the track now that things have changed over the last couple of years. 100%, mate. Um, I've been to Canamble a few times, not for the greyhounds, but I tell you what... <laughs> Everyone tells me to get out there and get amongst it, so I'm looking forward to it. Mate, um, we need a few winners. We're in Coffs Harbour. We're heading to the Cup today. We're at the Tormina Hotel, and the locals are staying to roll in. It's a half-day holiday here, so they're all well and truly. Um, they're like Fernando Bale, mate. They're just going to ping the lids here. I'll give you the tip. They're very, very keen. What are we backing tonight at Dapto, though? Uh, look, we, I, I spoke to Andy just briefly this morning before we went on air, and he said the Coast Model doing the backup, which he mentioned in that interview, she she's one of our specials tonight. So she comes up race seven, number six, Coast Model running over 600. Really interesting. And we obviously heard Andy's thoughts on backing the Greyhound up. I'm not doubting him for a second. I think if, if she's down to run, then she's going to run a really big race. Uh, last week, there's a dog by the name of Azaram, who ran over the 600 for the first time, and it was a really, really good run. He got out in front. Once he gets on the arm, he's really hard to beat. He jumps from seven. Coast model jumps from six. Coast model's PB is probably two lengths quicker. So just think tonight, um, with the push of Andy earlier on, Coast model's going to be hard to beat. Race seven, number six. And then race four, number two, Buddha Bowl. One really well nicely, uh, run one really nicely over this course and distance last week. It was a time of 17.09, so getting down towards 16, which is really flat flat out. Um, there's a couple in the race as well, Dave, that he knocked off. Mount York's in box six, Mouse Nose is in box seven, 
Uh, but we think aided by the better draw, race four, number two, Buddha Bowl, is our best on the card tonight at Dapper. All right, fantastic. Uh, Simon, have a great day, mate. You too, mate. Hooroo. Simon Orchard there from Greyhound Racing New South Wales joining us on this Thursday.